Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, You, Us, a well-being podcast. It is another Well-Being Wednesday here at Consumers Energy, and we are continuing on with the fourth interview in our series of five with women who are working in a STEM field. And if you recall, STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. My guest today is Corey Meeks, and she is the recipient of the Technology All-Star Award from the Women of Color Conference. So, Corey, if you'll introduce yourself, we'll get the conversation started. My name is Corietta Meeks, and I am currently um, the Projects Department Manager for our Enterprise Project Management Organization. Thank you, Corey. Could you tell us a little bit more about your educational background and how you got into the STEM field? Yeah, so um, actually, way back when, I went to a CAS Technical High School, and there you have majors, and I was originally interested, my major in high school was computer programming um, and computer engineering. So I actually first attended Lawrence Tech University uh, for computer engineering, and I did that for about a year and realized, I don't like this, this isn't for me. Um, And so I then changed my major there to um, civil engineering. So I graduated Lawrence Tech with a bachelor's um, in civil engineering. Um, Shortly after that, I received a master's in construction and engineering management. Um, And then I also attended there for a master's in structural engineering, but I was I I did not finish due to um, numerous personal reasons. Um, And then I later received a master's um, in in project management from George Washington University. Um, and engineering is something, um, you know, I, I guess I, just my personality, you know, I have a very inquisitive mind. Um, so I, I kind of figured I'd always be in some type of engineering field. So um, that's a little bit about my, my, my education. Well, in Cass Tech, that, that was an amazing school. A yeah. lot of famous people went to Cass Tech, didn't they? Yes, yes, they did. Um, it was it was a real big school for for technology and engineering and also um, performing arts. It sounds like you had a, a great start. So you uh, went to school, you got your degrees, and you work for Consumers Energy now. So we heard your title, but what exactly do you do here at the company? So I, I've been with the company for twelve years. Um, prior to joining the company, I was actually um, I actually worked for DTE Energy. And prior to that, I worked for um, Michigan Department of Transportation. Um, but my role started off um, with Consumers Energy. I started off as a civil structural engineer. So I provided um, engineering support for all of our power plants. So um, I had the pleasure of you know, supporting the Carn plant, um, all of the hydros, Ludington, um, Whiting at the time. Um, and I supported, you know, I kind of traveled around and provided civil and structural engineering support um, for those sites. Um, shortly after I started the company, I started off in Jackson. Um, they needed a civil structural engineer um, at the power plant at Carn. Um, so after a year of me starting um, in Jackson, I relocated up um, to the Bay City area. Um, and I've been at the Carn site ever since. Um, since then, I, you know, I've, I've had roles of civil engineer, um, roles of construction manager, um, and then I, I moved into the major projects and construction group, which was the name of the group at that time, and I became a construction manager for all of the AQCS program. Um, so that is our, the SDAs, 
um, the spray dry absorber um, projects that are built on the back end of the current site. Um, so I did the construction for that. Um, the, um, the ACI acti activated carbon injection system, I worked on that. Um, and shortly after um, that role, I then became the lead engineer for all of those projects um, and then became the project manager. Um, and then at that time, the organization was going through a lot of uh, restructuring and organization to streamline um, and kind of standardize things across all the project groups. Um, and that is when um, the major products and construction department merged with the former um, um, ESD, the engineering services department, and became one big project organization. And I was blessed with um, the honor of becoming the department manager for, for all of that group. And that's currently the role that I'm in now. I've been in this role for um, five years now. And our department manages um, projects for, for fossil generation for the east side of the state. Um, so we have um, a great team um, of people that support projects for the Karn plant, Karn units one through four, um, the Wedock plant, um, and the, the, the Whiting plant, which that site has been decommissioned, but we have a number of um, environmental projects that are, that are wrapping up there. Um, and then we also have projects that we support for the Jackson um, gas plant that, that's down in Jackson there. That is great that uh, you can find something you really enjoy doing and that you have an aptitude for and that you're good at. You know, that's your work life, but could you tell us a little bit about your family and your family life? Yes. Um, I am a single mother and I have a beautiful daughter. Her name is Morgan um, and she is the joy of my life. Um, she actually just recently turned uh, five years old. Um, so she's very, very excited about kindergarten. And so that whole... Um, you know, kindergarten, uh, doing it virtually uh, will be something new and exciting. She starts school next week. Um, I also, um, another thing with my personal life, I'm actually, I actually used to be a violinist. So I actually love and enjoy um, anything, musical theater, performing arts. I love it. Um, I don't play professionally anymore, but um, I still love going to orchestras and concerts and, um, you know, listening to anything, being engaged in anything with performing arts. Um, I actually also have a twin sister, um, and it's funny because we are complete opposites, like completely day and night. <laughs> and a lot of people, when they see us together, they, they can't even believe we grew up in the same household. Um, and, you know, there, there's some ways where, where we are alike, but personality-wise, we are very different. Um, but we complement each other very well. <laughs> well, that's kind of interesting. Many times when you hear about twins, you... Uh, think of them being very much the same, but it sounds like you two are different. So what really interested you about going into the STEM field? You know, I understand your personality and how all that worked, but what was it that attracted you to being an engineer? I think, well, <clears throat> I think it started off with, you know, I like I said before, I worked for Michigan Department of Transportation, and then I I got involved at DTE Energy, and it was just just that that field. It was it was something that you know always intrigued me. Um, it or just engineering in general. It's it, it 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 always keeps you on your toes. It keeps you always learning because our environment and our culture and our technology is always changing. So you can evolve with it, and you're also contributing something to society. You know the, the work that we do. It's something that the world needs. You know you you can't. You can't proceed life without technology or without power. And so 
just being a contribution positively to society is just something that has always driven me. And I have the great opportunity to to work for a company where I could do that. And then it's something I love. Well, and that's amazing. I mean, here you are doing something that you really enjoy. But, uh, you know, you are a woman and a woman of color. And you are in engineering, which has traditionally been a male-dominated field, if you will. Can you talk to the audience a little bit about how your journey might have been different um, from others, sort of from start to finish? Yeah, and it has been a challenge. And I've always been a... um a, a strong, driven, independent um, person. And so I've always known that there will be challenges and, and things that I will have to overcome. And I can't have thin skin. You know, I, I have to I have to be able to accept it and, and push through it. I mean, even in my career, there have been times where people told me, they, they've outright told me I couldn't do something because I was a woman. And they've outright told me I couldn't do something because I was a black person. Um, I've had people say that to my face. Um, and so I've always found where, um, it, it, you know, it, it's been a challenge because you kind of have to go over and beyond to prove yourself even competent because people, you know, won't won't believe it or they they won't trust you because, you know, the fact that you are a woman in a, a male driven industry, um, particularly in my in my organization or my um, my role now as a project manager, there's not many, you know, females. Um, in those type of positions or in those type of roles, even, you know, when you go to to seminars and, and, and different, you know, out external meetings and things like that, there's many times I'm the only woman in the room, not to mention the only person of color um, in the room. Um, and, and even in my my career, I've outright, you know, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll give an example, you know, I started off as a civil structural engineer and I'm, I'm in a and at the time, you know, things have changed a lot now. They, they weren't like, you know, back then they weren't like they are now. And there were times where, you know, I'm the one telling people how to do something. And, you know, they outright reply back, well, who in the world are you? I'm not listening to you. And it took time to gain that respect. It, it started from, I'm not listening to you. You don't know what you're talking about. I will not do anything until I hear what Corey has to say. So it, it took a lot of time to gain that respect and to prove um, you know, my worth and in, in to, to prove that I do know what I'm talking about. But once that happened, um, you know, things became a lot easier. But it, it takes a lot to get to that point and to that level um, and, and to build that rapport with the people that you work with. Um, it shouldn't have to be that way, but that's the way it is. So here we are today and kind of listening to that story, it's kind of difficult to hear, you know, to think that someone would have to prove themselves uh, over and over again or maybe have to go above and beyond uh, just to be listened to. Uh, and I think it is difficult because I come from a completely different background where that has not been my experience. But, you know, today we're here because you're being recognized by the Women of Color Conference as a technology all-star. Could you share with us what that really means to you? It, it's just some. It's so. It's so humbling and just such an honor and a blessing. You know, even as I speak to um, people, you know, that either report to me or, or other people within the organization, just to be, you know, I, I, I think it's, it, it's just a, it's an honoring experience and to be a role model. I've, I've had a lot of people, some women of color, some just women in general, 
um, you know, that are not um, women of color. And they, they'll come to me and say, Corey, I appreciate you so much because you're a woman in a male-driven industry. And we have something to look forward to. And they, they say that they don't they don't see that often. So to, to hear that and to know that I am receiving such a um, an achievement, it, it's just a blessing. And um, I think it gives other people, other women, other women of color, um, something to look forward to, to, to show them that, hey, you can do this. It's 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 not, a, you know, gloom and doom. You can you can you can achieve things, too. You know, Corey, that's a great way to look at it. And as we wind down the podcast, that really brings me to the final question, and that is, as a role model, what advice would you give to young women and young women of color who are interested in going into a STEM field or who may not know that they're interested in going into the STEM field? Um, my advice would be um, just try it. If it's even something you're thinking about doing, just, you know, don't be afraid to just you know, even get a hold of people. You know, I, I even make myself available to everyone, you know, reach out to me or reach out to anyone in that industry. Even if, if you just have an inkling or curiosity, job shadow people, I, I'm, I'm open to job shadow with people to explain a little bit more about the industry and, and what we do. Um, it, it just, just even getting exposure to it may, may pique your interest a little bit more to, to get into it. And again, it's something it's just been the joy of my life to positively contribute back to society and provide a service um, that I know that is well needed. Um, and, and so that, that's what my advice would be on top of, um, you know, there, there will be times where people think you can't do something or they will tell you you can't do something. I would say have thick skin. Don't ever doubt yourself. Stay confident in who you are and your abilities. Um, and don't be afraid to challenge. You know, a, a lot of, you know, my career has been because I, I'm not afraid to challenge. Um, there are times where, you know, you may have some ideas of how to do things better. Don't be afraid to speak out. Well, that's some good sound advice. And, you know, Corey, I really appreciate you being on the program today. Uh, I appreciate you sharing your story and your journey with us. And congratulations again on your Technology All-Star Award. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate your time. And a thank you to our audience for tuning in today. We really appreciate it. Please make sure that you tune in tomorrow as we have a special edition of Me, You, Us with the fifth and final installment of our interviews with women who work at STEM as we talk with award winner Stephanie Watson. <laughs>